Hey guys and welcome back to the channel. A jam-packed, stacked ATP Rotterdam Open draw. We're going to go through it. We're going to do our preview and predictions, go through the bracket, choose each winner as we always do. And I cannot wait to get into this because this event is an ATP 500, but the lineup is at least a Masters 1000 lineup. That's the quality on show for sure. Before we get into it though, Remember to hit that like button and do subscribe if you are new. Also, do leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Before we get into the actual draw, some quick details because I know some people do like this. The 2023 ABN AMRO Open, that's what the Rotterdam Open's called at the moment, will be held from the 13th to 19th of February. It's an indoor hard court and it was established in 1974. The director is Richard Krachayek. I probably have completely butchered his name. Last year's winner, of course, was Felix Auger Eliassime. And look, I mean, <laughs> we've got him, we've got Andre Rublev, the 2021 finalist or 2021 titleist, even so winner, and a couple of other amazing players like Sisyphus Medvedev. And that's not all. That's not all. Let's get into it then. So you can see here Stefanov Sitsipas against Rusevorian. Uh, this event does come at a very interesting time because they have that little indoor hardcore swing, of course, at the end of the year. And then you have the Australian Open and then you kind of go back if you want to onto the indoor hardcourts. And uh, that's exactly what's happened here. And Felix loves the indoor courts. So does Sitsipas. So does Medvedev. They're all on show. So does Holger Rune. It's going to be a very intriguing and high quality uh, tournament. So Sitsipas comes up against a exciting young Finnish player in Rusevori. You'd expect the top seed Sitsipas to come through that. Benjamin Bonzi against Yannick Sinner. Sinner has been... He's been in some okay form. He hasn't looked as good as I would have expected him to look at the start of this year, in all honesty. I had some really, really big, big hopes for him. And uh, he is playing in a semi-final, actually, against Fields. So he's made the semi-finals of the Open Sud de France, which is ATP Montpellier, which is a 250. We'll see how he gets on. He lost to uh, Stefano Sitsipas in five sets at the Australian Open. So I'm going to go for Sinner. Bonzi's had a pretty good start to the year, so that could be a potential upset. But I'm going to go for the young and exciting Italian. This is an incredible matchup as well. I mean, all of these first rounders are really good, but this is a real 50-50 in my opinion. Stan Wawrinka versus Alexander Bublik. Bublik lost his title because he was the ATP Montpellier champion last year. He lost in the first round to Barrera, a French player who some of you may not know, but he was playing the tournament, played some good tennis. Bublik lost his call a little bit, three broken rackets in a row, and yeah, wasn't having a particularly good day for Stan, though. He has found some form the last six months. Yes, it's not the Stan or the Stan and that people are maybe used to seeing at slams or winning you know, slams against people like Djokovic and beating Nadal and, and Federer, etc. But this is still a very good standard of stand. <laughs> very good. Uh, very good standard. No uh, puns are terrible. Anyway, we're, let's see. Let's see Vavrinka to come through this. I'm just trying to think about the matchup from the back of the court. He should have a bit more power. Bublik, though, is very unorthodox. I have a feeling Stan might be able to, even though Bublik's got a bigger serve, 
I have a feeling Vavrinka, from what I've seen, hits his spots better. Consistency probably will favour Vavrinka as well. We'll go with him. Richard Gasquet versus Pablo Carena Busta or PCB. Hmm. Pablo Carena Busta has been in some interesting form, um, to say the least. He hasn't looked particularly good in the last year or so. Richard Gasquet won a tournament just before. Uh, it was in New Zealand, actually. He won a tournament just before the Australian Open and lost in the first round to Ugo Amber. Do I see him winning this? No, I think Pablo Carena Busta has probably got a bit too much. Holger Runa plays a qualifier, but I don't really think it matters who the qualifier is. I think Holger Runa will come through that. Of course, won the Paris Masters last year at the back end, beating Novak Djokovic. Also had a he had a pretty good Australian Open, made the quarterfinals. I think he'll be disappointed not to not to have gone further, um, given that he had match points against Andre Rublev. And look, he's an exciting young player, isn't he? He really is. And sorry, not quarterfinals of fourth round or round of 16. I think he'll come through this and I, I see him picking it up again. He as well is playing a semi-final. Um, so he potentially might come into this a, a winner in Montpellier. Now you might then think, well, Fazan, you need to be talking about and factoring in a potential fatigue factor. I don't think so just because we're so early into the year. I know not many people had really extensive pre-seasons and, and long breaks as they maybe would have liked, but I do think for Holger Rune, he was at the ATP finals, but he was an alternate season to end up playing. He hasn't played a huge amount of tennis, like back-to-back, so I think he'll be okay physically, uh, in my opinion. So I, I see him doing pretty well this tournament. Then we've got uh, Gij Broer, who's a wild card from Holland against Hoysler. I'm going to go Hoysler. I saw him against uh, Holger Rune, and for large parts of that match, uh, only happened a couple of days ago, even though he lost in straight sets, for large parts of that match, especially in the first set, he was the aggressor. He looked like he was good on the front foot. A clean striker over tennis ball as well. I actually think he's someone to look out for. Um, I haven't watched him a huge amount, but I think he is someone that maybe might go under the radar, but uh, keep an eye out for him. Uh, Greigsport to come through against the qualifier, and then Sun Wukwon versus Zverev. Now, this is a winnable match for Sun Wukwon, who won a title not too long ago in a 250. Zverev, it's just, it's going to take him time to recover. It really is. <sighs> this could easily be a loss, in all honesty, but I'm going to go for him. Don't have a lot of confidence. Medvedev and Alejandro Davidovich for Kina. Medvedev should come through that. Uh, on the indoor surface, he is just so, so good. And I expect him to put the disappointment of losing to Sebastian Korda at the Australian Open behind him and march forward. Uh, he is trying to he is trying to adapt his game and evolve. And I think he's going through this little bit of a transition period. But I think he'll be okay. I think... Come the end of the year, I don't know if he would have won a slam, but I think he would have had some decent results and some deeper runs. Um, and that'll put him in good stead for at least next year. But, you know, don't sleep on him this year either. Van der Schultz versus Borna Chorich. That's a really good matchup too. I was going to say similar players, but not really, but just 
similar in the sense that they both have pretty good serves. I'll take Chorich's is a bit bigger, but they're very similar in stature and uh, the forehands are similar. Uh, Backhand-wise, Chorich, we know how good his backhand is. Van der Zand Schultz isn't the best. He slices a lot on that side. That's going to be a cat-and-mouse type matchup, in my opinion. I think Chorich should come through if he's fit, but that's the big question mark, so I'll go for him, though. Goffan versus a qualifier going to Goffan. Sonego against Felix Auger-Aliassime, who's the defending champion. He should come through that, Felix. He had a disappointing Australian Open. He'll be looking to really get his season up and running because, you know, I had some really high hopes for him at the Australian Open. He just didn't quite manage to do it. Um, for me, anyway, I think he should have done a lot better than he did. But in the end... It doesn't really matter. He can forget about that if he has some really strong results for the rest of the year. Her catch versus RBA, that's a really good first round. I think her catch, though, on the indoor courts, his serve is so big. And he's able to back it up really nicely with the serve and volley. Also, just on indoor hard courts, he seems to equip himself really nicely. I think for anyone who's got a big serve, the indoor hard courts just provide a source of comfort because you know you're not going to get any of the elements affecting your toss um, or the sun in your eyes. And it it does help those still conditions. It really does for the bigger servers. Uh, So I think, you know, he will also be looking to go deep. Uh, Dimitrov against qualified Dimitrov. Van Rijtseven, well, he's a wild card. Interesting. Okay. Against Maxim Cressy. That's going to be a great match. I think that's going to be a fantastic one. Maxim Cressy's made the semifinals of the ATP Montpellier tournament. He's playing against um, Holgorina, if I'm not mistaken. Again, he's a, big, he's a big server, so that could put him in good stead. For him, I am wondering a little bit about how leggy he might be. I'm going to go Tim Van Rijtoven because I think he might be a little bit leggy, Cressy. I know I said that for Holgorina, but Holgorina's younger. He's a different type of player. I think for Cressy, it might have a slight effect, but not just that, but the fact that Reitman is at home. And I know some players don't necessarily bode well um, with the expectation of the crowd. But I think for Tim Van Reitman, he's a wild card. He won't have much to lose. I think he will come into this after a strong 2022, a season best 2022, with a lot of hope and a lot of confidence. And I think he'll win. Alex Dimoner versus Andre Rublev. This is going to be a really good match. I have to say, it's a really, really good matchup. Uh, Andre Rublev, you know, had a good Australian Open. Uh, he just seems to be able to. I mean, he is a sure quarter finalist in most Grand Slams. That's just how good he's been. He's struggles to really push beyond that, but you know, that being said, he's showing some really good signs in terms of indoor hard courts. They've only played once before, which was the next gen finals. Alex Dimoner won. That was five years ago. Uh, they've only played once since, which was on clay. Rublev won. Dimoner's won the two matches that have been on in one on indoor hard, one on outdoor hard. Both in 2018, though. I'm going to go Andre Rublev. I think the indoor hard courts are going to suit his game more. I just think Alex Dimoner's a little bit underpowered. We'll have to see, though. I just, oh, It's a really tough one. If Alex Dimono can get Rublev and trap him into the backhand-to-backhand exchanges, then he will come out on top, most likely. 
in those exchanges, but it's just whether he can keep it away from Rublev's forehand as much as possible. I'm not sure whether he quite has the quality to do that on a consistent basis throughout three sets or two sets even. We'll see. Okay, so, wow. I mean, so we have a replay of the Australian Open match between Sitsipas and Sinner in the second round or round of 16 if both players win. I mean, what a matchup that's going to be. I think I still think Sitsipas has the upper hand against Sinner. I don't see it turning around. Sinner needs to improve some certain aspects in his game. And he's a real talent, but he's just not the finished article. For Sitsipas, he himself is not the finished article, but his weapons are so big, the serve especially, that he's able to get away with it um, for the most part. And we've seen him, of course, just make a final of the Australian Open as well. So he's in good form. Stan Wawrinka versus Pablo Corona Busta. Hmm. I think PCV might have too many legs for Stan, in honesty. I, I think Stan will run in close, but I just think... Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think PCV. I think PCV just. Holgeruna and Hoistless, that's another rematch that would be. I'll go Holgeruna to win again. Greitspor versus Zverev. I actually saw that matchup. <laughs> There's so many of these matchups that I either have happened recently or I've seen in the past, so... Greitz was Zverev I saw live at Wimbledon in 2021. Was that right? Was it 2020? Uh, it would have been... No, 2021, I'm pretty sure. And... Yeah, Zverev... I'm going to go I've got I've got zero confidence in Zverev, and even though it's indoor conditions, and it should help... It, it should help his serve. I guess the big question mark really is the indoor hard court should help Zverev get a bit of confidence back, mainly because he won't have to worry about any of the elements. His serve should be helped out with this surface, with these conditions, and then it might put him in better stead going forward. I just don't know whether that's going to be enough because form-wise, he just looks very, very iffy. And of course, he's coming off a very long layoff as well from a major injury. So I think Greitz will come through. Medvedev, Chorich, this is a fantastic matchup. I'm going to go Medvedev just because of how good his record is on indoor hard courts. But if it was an indoor hard court, I wouldn't be surprised if Chorich would come out on top in all honesty. Felix versus David Goffin. So the defending champion should come through that. Hakatch versus Dimitrov, that's a really good match. I, again, I think on indoor hard courts, Hakatch has the edge just because his serve is so, so good. Uh, and on the indoor hard courts, it just makes it even better. Uh, and he has a great transition game. I think Dimitrov's going to struggle to get a lot of inroads into the Hakatch serve. Van Rijtsevin versus Rublev, I'm going to go for Rublev. Sitsipas, Pablo Corona, Buster, going to go Sitsipas, Holger Rune to be great sport. These are the quarterfinals now. Medvedev and Felix, this is a great match. <sighs> mm. This is always a really good match to watch. The thing is, if I go high with Felix, and I did that at the Australian Open, it always tends to come back to bite me in the butt. 
But for Medvedev, he's also not being in the greatest of form. Well, oh, I'm going to hold off on that one for a second. Her catch Rublev. That's also a very tough one. The question is, can Rublev avoid getting frustrated with her catches? Serve and volley game. Their test all, they've never played on indoor hard. The last two matches they played were last year. Rublev won both of them on outdoor hard courts, that is. Uh, one was a three-set and one was a straight-set victory, but very close set, 7-6, six, 6-4. Six, a tiebreaker, I think, will be guaranteed. But because it's indoors, I'm going to go her catch, despite not not beating him since 2021. And they've played twice since. Um, Felix and Medvedev. I'm going to go with Felix. Oh, it's a tough one to call. Okay, I've got Sitsipas and Holger Rune. Wow, that's going to be a great match because Holger Rune, of course, beat Sitsipas at, uh, well, a couple of times. Once at Roland Garros and once in Paris, if I'm not mistaken, unless I've got that wrong. Was it in Paris? No, sorry, in Sweden. In Sweden, even, yeah. 6-4-6-4. He beat him in a final. And that's actually a final. That's the first time that I've ever seen Sitsipas almost give up at times, which is bizarre. And they both have a connection to Patrick Moratoglu. I know his head coach is now Philipp, Mark Philippoussis. That's Sitsipas, but he still has links with the Moratoglu Academy. And Hogaruna, of course, his main coach is Moratoglu. So he he's winning the head to head. I think he's probably he's probably mentally got the edge against this pass at the moment. So I'm going to go Holgeruna. and then Felix and her catch. Mm. Man, this is so. T- Anyone could win this. Like, I've just. I've just dumped out Medvedev and like even Chorich. I mean, who else? Sinner. I mean, any of these guys could win it. I'm going to go Felix to beat her catch. That leaves me with a Felix and Holgeruna final. I don't see Holgeruna losing the final, honestly. So I'm going to go Holgeruna. Now, that would be pretty impressive because he could potentially win ATP Montpellier. If he beats, I think he most likely plays Sinner in the final if he beats Cressy. Would he be tied? No. Felix, though, will be a bit more fresh, potentially. He's the defending champion. I'm going to go Holgeruna. I'm going to go Holgeruna just because I think he has the ability to nullify that server Felix is, potentially indoors. And I think physically he can stick with Felix. He probably defends a bit better than Felix as well. And in the backhand to backhand, he'll actually have the advantage. In the forehand exchanges, Felix should be able to dictate a lot of points. He transitions well. Holger Rune likes coming forward as well. It's going to be a really action-packed final if we get that. I'm really hoping we do because I think it would be exciting to watch. I don't think they've ever played each other before, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing it happen if they do play, that's for sure. And they... Actually, I don't know how. Have they played? Oh, they played twice. Okay. Both on indoor hard. Interesting. So once was Switzerland, Basel, the final, Felix B2 in straight sets. Then indoor hard in Paris. 
Paris Masters, of course. Semi-final, Holgeroon won his straight sets. So I'm going to go for Holgeroon to nudge in front in the head-to-head. But Felix, they start to beat him. They're both beating each other. So that's a really good matchup if we get it. So that's my pick. Let me know your thoughts as well. Who do you think is going to win? What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Let me know in the comments below. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. We'll see you on the next video.